This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our good buddies at Squarespace, who remind you to turn your great idea into a reality with Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easier than ever to launch your passion project, whether you're showcasing your work or selling products of any kind. With beautiful templates and the ability to customize just about anything, you can easily make a beautiful website yourself. And if you do get stuck, Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support is there to help. Head to squarespace.com grace for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hello, Grace. Hello, Jack Ferry. We have, um, one, we have an amazing guest with us today, but two, we have a lot of stuff not on our side. My voice um, has been hammered to death. Yeah. uh, And there are actual hammers. And there are actual hammers going on. So there's a little bit of construction going on underneath our podcast HQ. You'll hear that um, all throughout the episode. Only a little bit, actually. It's not that bad. You know when it does? You know, uh, the <laughs> gross side of me says take a drink every time you hear it. But based on our guests, my uh, advice would be, you know, learn something new every time you hear it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I-, I would say that your voice actually doesn't sound that bad in the episode. Yeah, no, it, uh, I was worried yesterday that I was going to sound because I understand the frustration of listening for a lengthy amount of time to someone with a voice that doesn't work, it is, it gives you anxiety. Yeah, for sure. And so I hope not to induce any anxiety and instead <laughs> just to induce like sensuality. Appropriate. Do I want to do that? No, I take that back to you. I just hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> uh, no, Alison Stoner is with us today and she's amazing. Yeah, she was. Wow. Oh my God. I she's... know. Jack and I are still like reeling from the wisdom and knowledge and yeah. just like introspection and curiosity that she has in her. Yeah. I'm like, can you be my guru? I mean, yeah. <laughs> she's so like she's wise. working as a dancer and a uh, musician and a performer and a model for like 20 years. Yeah. She just turned 25 and it's nuts so like yeah. what's that the the three three uh four-fifths of her life has been taken up in the entertainment industry yet somehow Whoa, yeah somehow she is still so curious about the world knowledgeable Grounded. and just like seeks out information and you know at the end of the day just makes me feel like a real turd <laughs> no that's it's not how i felt full turd. she's like telling us about all of like the nonprofits and things that she does i was just like man You've really got it together. And she's you just teach me? starting. I know. I know. And I'm like, I watched a documentary a couple weeks ago, so I'm pretty good. Yeah, I am uh, playing my part. No, she's actually going to these places and helping people and doing things. Yeah. And that's what I think is really fascinating because I think a lot of people only see her as a dancer or a musician or the girl that was on Disney or any of that. So I yeah. think it's really wonderful to hear her talk as like an adult woman. Mm-hmm in the world that has experiences that form these philosophies and she's still developing, which is really so inspiring to hear. Yeah, I agree. I I have a question for you, Grace, Uh because in the, in the interview, we, we talked a little bit about like, um, traveling for reasons other than like leisure or work, like going for like, you know, a sort of spiritual mm. journey, things like that. Have you ever thought about doing something like that? Like going on like a like, spiritual like traveling potentially or, or just, um, just, I want to go to this place to like, not because I need a vacation, not because I need to work. I just want to go there and sort of like expand my horizons. I'm starting to think about that more and more. I feel like most of my travel that's happened uh, throughout my life has, <coughs> excuse me, been motivated by, 
work in some way, but yeah. it hasn't, I still got to experience the place or the thing or whatever it was. Sure. Um, what about you? Yeah. So I've been thinking about doing those kinds of traveling more because I normally only travel for like vacations or like for you for work. And, um, I'm, I've been like trying to learn Spanish. Yeah, and so yeah. the, the idea of like maybe traveling as being more than just like, I'm going to go fart around the beach for a week and being more like, I want to explore something and really expand Experience my horizons. Something. Yeah. I'm with you. I feel like the idea, I mean, I've always said since I was younger, when people ask like, what would you be doing if you weren't doing YouTube? I was my first instinct a lot of times is travel vlogging in some way. Sure. I love watching people travel vlogs. I love yeah. reading about people's experiences. Cause I think that's a lot of what travel is, is experiencing it. And you can internalize that and, you know, have your own just personal journey with it. But I also think it's interesting to share with other people, especially I think there's a lot of fear in traveling. It's oh, I have over. all of it. <laughs> I do too. Even though I've yeah. traveled a ton, I still have all the fears of just like going out and finding a place to eat by myself or doing yeah, that sort of thing that I think being able to share other personal experiences in your travel sort of diaries is like part of the, I don't know, part of the experience to me. I think I- So what, is there one place you would want to <clears> go that you haven't been to yet? Um, Not necessarily in that realm, but just someplace you've always wanted to go. I've never been to yet. Japan- Oh yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, and uh, Thailand would be really cool. I'm going to Tasmania. Oh, that's yeah, that's wild. I'm going to Australia at the cool. uh, end of August and going for VidCon and going out a little earlier sure. and going to Tasmania for a couple of days because it's right there. Yeah, and, why not? Very and cool. It looks beautiful, so I'm excited. So I like more just making more of travel, I guess, when it's happening. Like, sure. where else can I go? Right. Um, but yeah, it sounds like Allison's on her way to. Do some real eat, pray, love stuff. Yeah, sounds it's it's just such a um, great and inspiring interview. She's such a lovely person. Yeah, and I highly recommend if you guys don't follow her on any of her social medias to do that because she's constantly working on different projects, working with nonprofits that are really inspiring, and um, just like living a very interesting, fascinating, curious life. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Allison Stoner. Not, not too deep with Grace Halbeck. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our good buddies at Squarespace. What a joy. I know. We love them so much because they love us. <laughs> I, I don't know why or how, but they do, and we appreciate it so deeply. Squarespace makes it easier than ever to launch your passion project, guys. If you're looking to start a new business, if you want to showcase your work, publish content, sell products, or any and all of the above, Squarespace is the tool for you. They've got beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks. You, yes, you, mm -hmm. can easily make a beautiful website yourself. And I know because I've done it. Spoilers. Using Squarespace. They have a powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online, and they have analytics that help you grow your site in real time. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box, and there's nothing to patch or upgrade Ever. I don't even know how to begin doing patching or upgrading. <laughs> and if you're in the market for buying domains, that's also very simple. And you'll get all the help you'll need with their 24-7 award-winning customer support. Look, guys, Squarespace empowers millions of people from designer to designers to lawyers, artists to gamers, even restaurants and gyms. Turn great ideas into something real. So head to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you are ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash grace 
Offer code GRACE. Not, not too deep. For many of us, the day doesn't start until we get that morning energy boost. I could not subscribe to that harder. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about coffee. Yes. And now there is a new way to enjoy your daily cup of joe, thanks to Cafe Monster. Ooh la la. I know, Monster's gotten all fancy. Guys, listen to this. It's available in vanilla, mocha, and salted caramel, Cafe Monster is shaking up the ready-to-drink coffee category with indulgent gourmet coffee that's only 190 calories. Not to mention with 150 milligrams of caffeine from coffee beans, B vitamins, and coffee fruit extract. You are saying this with such intensity. Look. <laughs> I, I am serious about my coffee, Grace. I know you are. <laughs> and Cafe Monsters <laughs> offers a simplified energy blend that contains a third less sugar than the than the leading national brand. Yeah. In fact, it's 100 fewer calories per bottle than the competition, but you'd never know that by tasting it. Instead, you get all the same feel and flavor as your local coffee house. And you don't have to wait in line. Oh, I hate being out in public ever. <laughs> and these are really delicious. They sent us like uh, 30 cases of yeah, them. I literally had um, <laughs> eight of them sitting on my counter and I tasted them. And yeah, I did, uh, not to mention another brand, taste the rainbow when I did. It was delicious. <laughs> so try it out, guys. Cafe Monster. Chill it down, shake it up, and enjoy. Uh, we're beginning. Yay. Allison Stoner's here. This is so exciting. Hi. Hi. Thank you for making time. Thank you for having me. Of course. You're doing a million things right now. Your EP came out earlier this year, right? Yes. I've been releasing song by song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, how's that been going for you? I'm a huge fan. The Love sales are at an all-time high. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. My soul is at an all-time low. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, that must be, especially when you release them one by one. You kind of, you're like in a constant state Campaign. of like, what's when? How are people going to like this one? How so, are they going to like this one? I don't, I don't drink, but I've heard of the term rallying, and I feel like I'm in a <laughs> musical rally. That makes like, sense. Which is like we can do this. Yeah, another song. But it's, I mean, they're really, really well done. They're very thanks. They're very much like Janet Jackson Ooh. to me. Like the style of it is very cool. And you just released a music video where it's in 3D technically. So it's anaglyph technology. And when you wear decoder glasses, you mm -hmm. can watch different versions because certain elements that are in blue or red will disappear or appear. Oh, Whoa. Because you can, cool. I, I watched it with my normal human eyes and I was like, this is cool and stylized. And then I like looked into it. I was like, wait a minute, there's way more to this than yeah. what I'm just seeing. Well, That's it's, awesome. it's super high concept because everyone's releasing music, music videos, content all the time. Yeah. So of course you want to stand out, but Above all else, I'm just bored with yeah. everything that I'm seeing. How the do you formula. make something more interesting? And so Nem uh, Perez, the director, came up with this idea and sent me the treatment. I was like, we absolutely have to do this because this will make me show up to work excited. Yeah. As opposed to another day at the office. Yeah, you know? exactly. No, that's awesome. It's very, very cool. And... Uh, how many more do you have to go? I have another song that I'm really excited about. Um, like, I don't say that for everything. Yeah. Well, it's good. Just remind yourself. Except that last yeah. one. Uh, forget that junker. Yeah. <laughs> um, garbage. Uh, I have a, another song that we're, I think we're releasing this month, which is my birthday month, August. I don't yeah. know when you're going to play this. This might come out in a couple weeks, okay. but it'll, yeah. you'll be... Um, I'll be old. Old. 
officially mm. old. Yay! Welcome, friend. Yay! <laughs> Not too deep. Allison explores her existential well, quarter-life crisis. <laughs> and feel free to get deep on this podcast now. We've been doing it for five years, and it started out very, oh. very, like silly and now I'm just fascinated by people so I probably will ask you questions okay. that are a little bit deeper. Like Humans of New York-ish. Are you familiar? No, what's that? <gasps> oh, it's just this this photographer and writer who sort of does these mini exposés and like little anecdotes on random people he sees in street. New York. Yeah, and you get the best stories. That's very cool. That's where Jack and I met in New York and Aww. it's a great town to overhear snippets of conversations oh, yes. and yes. wonder what's happening in the rest of yes. that person's life. Right. Uh, but you're from Ohio. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anything you miss about Ohio? Well, have you ever seen Flatland? Then you've seen Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like mountains are a little more interesting uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, to gaze upon. Um, no, I, I miss my family, of course. Yeah. But I think artistically and just curiosity-wise, Los Angeles is a little more stimulating. Mm-hmm. However, social media and I guess being in the information age now, I think a lot is getting around. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I go back to visit, I don't have to explain exactly what I do gotcha. for a living. Yeah. They kind of know. They're a little bit more Ish. informed, a little they bit more understand, open-minded. They don't understand me. musicians in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. they understand musicians, but the industry is just this enigma. Well, well, the yeah. industry is an enigma to me, too. The music uh, industry seems awful. so bizarre right now. It's, it's I think one of the most terrible industries to be in. Wow. Oh, it's, I mean, it is insanely stressful. I mean, yeah. I think you can only be in it if you have a good sense of humor mm-hmm. about it, how ridiculous it is sure. that we like put ourselves in these situations of constant judgment. Yes. Where we could just be, you know, like bank tellers and be maybe okay with our lives <laughs> right. and have some decent hobbies that don't, you I know, made, don't a require, mistake. Yeah, that don't require like absolute numbness yeah, to survive across social media promotions and judging numbers and working uh. to appease brands. So fun. Um, so, okay. I watched a video of yours from last year, a and a and it was so insightful. It was so interesting because I think maybe a lot of people look at you as like just a performer rather than like a person a lot of times. So I think it's really interesting to be able to use YouTube as a tool to be like, here's my thoughts and feelings about things. Right. Um, How is that balance for you? Hmm. Well, I think you straddle the line of wanting to be honest, but knowing that without this like, incredible amount of context for people no one's ever really going to understand where you're coming from right so even though I've lived you know I've lived all of these years in all of these experiences when I go to tell someone this happened 10 years ago Mm -hmm. they have no reference point for the kind of person I am for what I believe for what I value and so I find that I'm I'm constantly like all right how do I build this puzzle piece by piece for people so that they see the mosaic of who I am and get a get a glimpse of my truth right while not feeling entitled to it yeah that's the crazy thing about right after mm-hmm. the internet too is like the push pull of and I go through this a lot and we've talked about this before of like how much of yourself do you give online to create an right. authentic persona versus how much do you keep for yourself a little bit just right. so you know that you don't owe anyone anything. Yeah. And as an artist too, I enjoy creating the persona. So sometimes it's an authentic, maybe, um, like it's, it's an, 
it's a parallel dimension mm-hmm. um, of who I could be if I exploited that particular trait. And yeah. so for that one story, I want to be able to be this uh, vixen or this right. um, rebel. But in reality, that's, you know, just a, a small fraction of who I am. And so when I'm creating music and I'm making, you know, producing content, I'm like, how do I do this without people seeing this and judging me solely as if this is the entirety of who I am. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. I think especially for someone like you that is, you know, a singer, a dancer, a performer, that there is an, you're constantly evolving Mm -hmm. as an artist. And so you're constantly exploring different avenues of like your persona, like Mm -hmm. you said. Is there one avenue that you haven't explored yet? Because I think I was going through your Instagram too, and I was like, damn, your style is so good and what? so edgy and so cool and Wait, so what? hip. I was what? like, what do you mean style? What, we were saying what to the girl wearing sweatpants and drinking tea right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a, sh- a shirt with holes in it. <laughs> Fair, but you make it look good. Aww, How you. is, uh, what's like the next evolution? The next evolution is the most terrifying one for me. And that's the sort of sexualization mm. um, of my persona and and what I share in my art. I am actually writing an article right now and no one even asked me to. I just want someone to read this yeah. because I've had such a challenge um, growing up at six years old. I had no idea the implications, the pressures that I'd face. Right. And suddenly you reach an age where your peers are being sexualized and for, for roles mm-hmm. and they greeted it with excitement and I froze. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I, my athleticism no longer served me. My, right. I, I had to wear lace shirts to book roles and I, there was a very cookie cutter homogenized mm-hmm. version of sexy and sex appeal. And I was just not great at it. Um, and also really uncomfortable thinking about my young fans watching this. I wanted to be a role model. It's just so many layers. And now I'm like, okay, I'm turning 25. Like if I, if I don't allow the natural development of my sexuality to be expressed, then I'm actually limiting this, this vital part of being alive and being human. So the song that I'm releasing, I just, I, I kind of am ready and I didn't even know that I was going to be ready but intuitively it's like now's now's the time you're turning 25 like share share that you are a sexual person yeah um but try to convey it in a way that opens a dialogue of self-respect and personal expression as opposed to exploiting it for monetary gain and objectifying yourself it's just like it's so freaking layered there's so many and it's hard because you can't control the way someone watching it interprets what you're doing but I think as long as you're honest because it seems like you've found a freedom in doing it on your terms instead of Mm -hmm. having someone come in and direct a video and saying this is what you're wearing I don't want you to wear that this is how you're dancing I don't want you to dance like that so now you get to explore it yourself and I think when you, like you said, what you're doing right now feels true to you. I think that'll come across. I mean, and if I'm not going to do it at 25, like I'm really limiting the stories I can tell. Falling well, in love and you got 32 to look forward to <laughs> dressing like this. It's not that bad. Uh, wait till you get a dog. It really shuts the sexual world down in a hard way. Uh, I think. Um, I think when I look at nature, when I spend time traveling, and and nature has this beautiful like menagerie of sexuality 
sexuality and sexual expression and and, and intuition. Mm-hmm. There's that mystery and that curiosity to know more. I'm so intrigued by it. And like I go to other countries where nudity is just the norm because right. kids grow up seeing nude bodies everywhere. So it's not hypersexualized. And I wish that I, you know, here could have had the same exposure yeah. so that I didn't automatically think sex was like this terrible taboo thing thing. yeah Yeah. it was off limits or something negative about it or something scandalous about it that it was just natural so I'm I'm just trying to be a little sexier there you go that's where I'm going I think that's great (laughs) that's very exciting and I think that's good because I'm sure your fan base has grown up with you right and so they're at an age too where they're also like oh they're way more experienced than I am (laughs) (laughs) I back here like um do you guys are you sure you really want to wear that I just I don't want any attention no one look at me please no one look at me I know I chose to wear lingerie in this video, but please don't watch that part. (laughs) (laughs) What's the, uh, I'm sure you have this a lot, but what's the weirdest like fan interaction you've had or like someone coming up to you on the street or noticing Uh, you somewhere? Um, I think two come to mind. I, uh, when I was on tour with the Jonas's, it wasn't really for me. It was probably for them, but they got to me first. (laughs) Um, we were leaving, uh, one of the venues and I'm pretty sure they either broke into the car window or like opened it somehow and reached in and like grabbed my my shoulder and my neck. Yeah. Right. Just like young fans. Yeah. Rabbit. rabbit Wow. Clearly they're breaking windows to get to you. Um, I mean, anything for Kevin, Nick and Joe. Um, (laughs) And so, and then the other one that I think was for me, I hope it wasn't for Kevin, Nick and Joe, because this would be awkward. I was at a basketball tournament and uh, a girl uh, came into the restroom and opened my stall and demanded that I signed toilet paper and she wouldn't leave until, and I'm like, oh my midstream, God. you know, what? like, like oh, that's insane. My. Could we call this inappropriate conduct? Maybe. A hundred percent. But um, like she's humans 12. boundaries. That's right. insane. Wow. What a bizarre mission to go yes. on to be like, I'm going to kick down that stall door and she's going to sign this toilet paper. She wow. knew there was a high chance that I would be alone and she vulnerable. caught you in your literal <laughs> most vulnerable position. Right. That's wow. That's okay. Note to future um, people that want to come up and say hi. Don't right. do that yes. at all or anything like that. Wow, that's that's a good way to get a restraining order. Yeah, right. right? That's insanely specific. Speaking of people that broke into things, I saw that you tweeted that you woke up to a guy breaking into your house and then you had a nice conversation with him. <laughs> yeah, what's that what? about? So, okay, well, let's let's give a little context. Please. So I, I work a lot with um, at-risk youth, homeless youth, uh, homeless families, yeah. and um, gang-involved, uh, formerly incarcerated, people who maybe are on the fringes of society, you yeah. know, and... Uh, So to me, whenever I see someone acting out in a certain way, I go, okay, well, clearly they're either operating on a survival or they they need something. They're looking for something. Mm -hmm. And so I I walked outside. I was broken into twice the night before. And then I was going out to see what else was taken and found him holding holding the belongings in his hands. Oh, my God. And Wait, so it was the same person two times? I don't know who the first person was. I'm guessing they were connected. Maybe not. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe I need to move. But um. But I I did. I had a conversation with him and I ended up asking for the belongings back, but in exchange gave him something that I think he actually needed. Because my theory is people who are that desperate 
need to know that the world is not against them. Mm, mm -hmm. And so even though he was trying to steal from me, I wanted to give to him and let him know that there are friends out there if if he asks for help. And the the programs, the city is not designed for them to thrive, you know? So my my hope is that in that one little small act and Trust me, not everyone, you know, wants to have a conversation. Sometimes they run. No, I've been are, broken into many times. Yeah, like, but also on both sides, you even having that recognition well, and doing that. It is made nuts. it it made it easy because I was actually just with my my friends who are currently homeless and I was mm-hmm. getting them a new tent because they had a bunch of holes in it. And um, and so I think just having been with with them. Yeah, uh, was like an immediate it made like it an empathy made, trigger. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And hey, if I can create triggers for empathy, like yeah, sure. you're doing a good that's job. A, that's a great phrase because we we're obsessed with using the word trigger in all of these other mental health conditions yeah. and all these things. I would love to create empathy triggers. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to coin that. I'll give you five <laughs> <laughs> percent. That's fine. You can have it. <laughs> Our gift to you for making time for us. Okay, so how did this result? Like, what did what was the resolution here? The resolution was I um, gave him something and he he kind of – well, okay. Actually, what happened, uh-huh. I gave him something and immediately upon receiving it after dismissing a few times and saying like, no, 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 I can't take this. I can't take this. Yeah. He immediately almost word vomited out what was happening in his life. Really? And – and it could be a completely fabricated story. Yeah. But he wasn't using it as a tactic to tactic to get anything. It was a response to receiving. Oh. So I think there's some legitimacy in it. And he shared, you know, that he had just been laid off. And he this kind of used to be his lifestyle. And it was sort of like going back to what's familiar until he can figure out the next solution. Yeah. And hearing that he had a family, he even shared where he stayed. And so in my head, I'm like, oh, good. I can like cook him a meal and go hang out Aww. with him. And I'm like, maybe. I should have set some boundaries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, man, you yeah, might man. end up with a roommate right. out of this. <laughs> totally. So. Like I, and I, like, let's not mistake my kindness for weakness. I'm very aware of, like, the psychological risks and factors here. Yeah. You know, yeah, what this was is the, life. What was the actual, like, moment where you came around the corner and you just saw him holding stuff? Yo, okay. Because I, I think I would have been like fight or flight, like definitely flight. No, here is where I wish I had flight <laughs> or or even fight response. I freeze. Oh, really? Oh, so you're just in that purgatory. Pit. Yes. Yeah. And I was just we just stared at each other. <laughs> And because I didn't know if maybe he was a neighbor's friend or, you know, I didn't know, like, do you belong here? Are you supposed to be here? Yeah. And we have different people working on different projects around. So I'm like, okay, who are you? Yeah. What are you holding? Yeah. Uh, What do you need? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that that was the start. That was the start of the the beautiful moment. Also, his name was Darwin. So when I think of the survival of the fittest, uh-huh. I thought that was very... So like the universe is showing me something right now. Yeah, and I, I just thought what a, I mean, a me- messy and beautiful reality. Um, and, you know, I, I, I will never forget him. So wow. hopefully he's, I mean, he's doing better. Good on you to make art out of every situation. <laughs> it sounds like you really can see the beauty in things. And that's a really wonderful quality. Well, we're all the same. Yeah, we're all the same. It's just different circumstances. 
And no, it's true. We make choices for many reasons. So it could have been me in his position. Wow, I hope you would do the same. You're a good person. Uh, I, know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Jack, that's what I was telling. I was like, Jack, get ready because she's very wise. Oh, no. And she's very <laughs> profound. Jeez. And she's very like analytical in a positive way about or, things. Or this is all my ploy to create a compassionate brand <laughs> and persona. Oh, and you're a big old bitch on the inside. Yes. All right. Now we're back to cynicism, a place where I feel comfortable. <laughs> Uh, oh, here's something. Here's a question. What's the most annoying piece of misinformation you've read about yourself? Oh my gosh. I'm sure that you there have, must be a ton. Uh, I'm sure you've read a ton of stuff online that's like, what? How do they, where does this even come from? Yeah. I mean, I return to this story because it's just absurd. And it's that I, ha- I have glass eyes. <laughs> what? There's a rumor that you have two glass eyes? I think at least one. That's insane. Um, oh my God. Okay. Where? Oh, okay. <laughs> when did this start? <laughs> when I was a teenager. So imagine uh, my like pubescent self who was super you were... insecure already and then having anything false about my appearance. <gasps> oh my God. What a so, weird leap. Right. To go from, oh, she just looks like optimistic and inquisitive about the world. She must have glass eyes. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> no one can see the world with that wide-eyed so, like, awareness. How do you debunk something like that? I mean, you just put a YouTube video. If if I, if I YouTube know. existed, I would have just put a video up where right. I, I showed you how my eyes coordinate. <laughs> Also, yeah, I mean, anyone that's ever seen a real glass eye and someone, it doesn't move along no. with the other eye ever. Not in perfect synchronicity. Yeah. We've made we've made quantum leaps in technology, but, you know, you could usually tell. Well, your yeah. glass eyes look great. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, for when you got them when you were a teen, you got really, you got them really well done. So I would have chosen blue surgeries. eyes. Like, come right. on, yeah, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I had that too growing up. I wish that I had blue eyes. And uh, I remember uh, I did a job once where they gave me green contacts yes. that I had to wear and it really didn't do much for my eyes because you can't it's hard yeah, to cover up bl- brown but I still was like I look so exotic right, right now right. this is amazing <laughs> and even though I like was it was scratching my corneas the whole time so that's fun. what contacts are it's so fun it's oh. so nuts well okay so you're super busy all the time you're working on so many different projects what do you do to wind down you mentioned like going into nature and stuff like that but mm-hmm. are there any like guilty pleasure things you do any like I watch terrible reality television. I don't want to call it terrible anymore. But I can't get. I can't. That's good for your brain. Preserve your preserve your brain. Mine's right. gone. Yeah. <laughs> I just find it kind of boring. I, I wish I could like watch The Bachelor with friends, and they have these girls' nights, and I'm like, I just. Are we watching Einstein in a documentary or not? Because if we're not, like, I gotta go. Well, what's your like go-to thing to watch? Um, Einstein documentaries. Yeah, li- liquid <laughs> yeah. science. Cool. Um, Whoa, what's that? Larger life questions, like you know, climate and uh, even immortality. But he combines it with his background in hip hop culture, and you're able to like get this grounded, accessible version Whoa, to cool. huge problems. Wow. And- what, where is this playing? It's on the Netflix, I believe. Ah, the what? Netflix. I've missed this. So this sounds I. great. Sounds it's cool. really cool. That's very cool. They did um one on like I think cryopreservation is what it's called, where you know people who want to freeze themselves, freeze yeah. themselves, yeah. and they're showing you the tanks, and they're showing you also like subterranean communities in case we ever have to live underground. Oh, and boy. I don't That's, know if I could do that. But I'm it's really interesting. And he's just, yeah. he's just cool, you know? Yeah. So I'm able to understand yeah, yeah. without having to like 
look up every term right. every is five there, minutes. Is there a rose ceremony at the end of every episode? No. Who, I mean, <laughs> does someone get voted off? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know that someone wins and someone loses and that it's public and it creates really large rifts and right. I want to be able to go on their Instagrams and follow up with where they're at in their we lives now. We love polarity. We love polarity. That's love right. it. We really do. I love creating personas out of people that are fully human. <laughs> um, so you watch you watch Liquid Science. Do mm-hmm. you do any like activities like cooking or painting or? Um... I do love painting and drawing. I also um, I've taken up meditation. Ooh, and not just to practice mindfulness and like for the holistic health benefits, which are manifold. Yeah, but also um, creative exploration. So mm. you can do specific things around visualization and you, like meditate on something. Yeah, but also like I've that's where new ideas have been birthed for music videos for. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really neat. Have I've you, been doing meditation. And oh, it's, cool. It's it's not the same. It's, it's just life changing. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Have you dabbled in the world of lucid dreaming at all? I have tried. I also use sleep hypnosis videos to reprogram different thought processes. What do you, what do you mean? So if you just search sleep hypnosis online and I'm sure there are some, some silly ones, but you can pick a topic. It could be stress relief. It could be. Does it really hypnotize you? It's um, so it's sort of repetitive. You know, it's a mantra um, that plays overnight and that you're able to. Yeah. Whoa, okay, I have to do this. I dated a guy in college that was studying like neuroscience and the brain yeah. and meditation and all of that, and he was studying hypnotherapy. Yeah. And he would try it on me a few times. And it never fully I never fully like went under completely. completely right, I right. think it's because we were dating and so I was like always aware like this right. is my boyfriend doing this right, to me right, right now. Uh but no, that sounds really fascinating. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, and I'm I'm also I'm like so curious. So I went yeah. to like a past life regression workshop recently. I went to Whoa. this um, shamanic breathing workshop where they're playing like Native American flute music and um, you're using breathing manipulation to induce different experiences. Wow. And because I don't so I'm, I'm boring in regards to substances like I don't even drink caffeine. I don't drink alcohol. I don't smoke. I don't. But I'm just maybe boring. That's, what the, that's the key to keeping your brain wide right. open and curious. So yeah. So meditation for me is like that's my high because I'm also expanding my consciousness in Mm -hmm. a way that like to me the universe obviously it's it's just infinitely interesting so um that's where I know I'll never hit too too high or too low and it'll just completely expand continually whoa so you'll never burn out no never overdose See? Wow. I'm oh, just saying. Good. That's good. God, I feel like I'm getting a free therapy session. Thank can, you for being on Can you overdose <laughs> on meditation? I wonder. Mm. You can levitate. <laughs> I've heard oh, that. Yeah. I've heard that, yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't know how true it is. But. I've seen it, so it would be weird if it wasn't true. What? You've seen somebody medita- I've meditate seen, levitate? I've seen a lot of things that made are reasons why I question, you know, spirituality, and I have all of these, like, deep desires to know more is yeah. because like I've seen people you know uh, we should not talk about this on a podcast no I'm fascinated <laughs> um yeah no the the world is infinite and it's it's very bizarre but <clears throat> will you come back once you've figured out how to yeah, yeah. for sure for sure okay. we have with really a three-step w- process yeah yeah 
We'll just make it simple, that, easy. That sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, I would much rather fly places than, you know, drive. Oh, God. We've you know? saved the earth. Okay. <laughs> quick, quick story on flying. Okay. Yeah. So I've always wanted my aviation license, but also expensive. Mm-hmm. So I recently met someone who works at JPL and helps teach people how to fly. Uh-huh. And I'm hopefully going to maybe start taking a course if I, you know, say wow. that should. would be so cool. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so cool. You can get your pilot's license. Yeah. You can do like flight simulators on computers. There's all kinds of things. Hell yeah. <laughs> that would be nuts. That would be so nuts. I mean, yeah, that would be the easiest form of travel. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, me. you can land anywhere. I'm sure there's a parking spot. <laughs> That's what Harrison Ford does. Yeah. He lands wherever the fuck he wants. That's true. He <laughs> did do that. <laughs> um, okay, before we cut to the break, uh, what's on your bucket list? And hmm. what's something major on your bucket list you've already ticked off? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, something that I've ticked off was was playing Madison Square Garden. Oh, nice. And wow, cool. I, and, and the best part about that is it wasn't because I was associated with like a huge franchise like Camp Rock or right. another project. Um, I actually was invited because of a video I created on my YouTube channel and that's was cool. like, Amazing. yay, that's positive reinforcement yeah. if I've ever seen it. Um, and then something on my bucket list is I really want to go on a Nat Geo trip, if not something similar, um, to Antarctica. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You can do that, right? Yes, you can. They have their different excursions and how do you how what's the first step to getting you to do that? I don't know, girl. I haven't Googled it yet, but Okay, well, I'm pretty I'm sure excited. you fly to South America and then you take a boat. That's what what I've heard. I'm right. so in. Yeah. No I don't no know. need sounds, to Google. <laughs> sounds too scary to me. I don't know. It's uh, so really? isolated. Yeah, being isolated. in Antarctica. Oh, I, didn't, I, I didn't actually it. mean to make a pun there, but thank you for noticing. <laughs> but you'll take it. <laughs> I think first step is manifesting, putting it out there, saying right. it out loud, right. and then bringing it back to the world and let the universe decide. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we have a bunch of Twitter questions for you. That oh, are no. Very fun. They run oh. the gamut. We'll be right back with Allison Stoner on Not Too Deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by HelloFresh. I am excited. I love HelloFresh. If you don't know what it is, it is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Yeah, HelloFresh has three plans to choose from. They've Mm -hmm. got classic, veggie, and family. So there's something for everyone. You have options. And ingredients are delivered right to your door and come in handy, pre-measured, labeled meal kits that only take about 30 minutes to prepare. There's even a 20-minute meal on the classic menu every week for when you're really pressed for time, which is nice. uh, We've all been there. (laughs) And this is very relatable. So rediscover the excitement of cooking, knowing dinner just got that much easier with HelloFresh. No more planning, spending money on takeout, or worrying about gathering ingredients. They believe that cooking should be simple and convenient, not a chore. Mm-hmm. They make it easy to enjoy week after week with the ability to choose your delivery date to match your schedule and even pause deliveries when you're on vacation. Which is a really great feature because... Oh, God. I have... <laughs> I'm a terrible scum t- person in general, and I have completely... Um, forgotten about these subscription meal kits that yeah, get then delivered. You, then you come home and you find... And you have uh, to throw it all in the garbage because <laughs> it's been sitting in the sun for five days and you feel like a completely incapable human being. Yeah, especially because these meals are so good. They're really good. They are delicious and they're like 
Self-esteem building, honestly, yeah, when you exactly. make them. Yeah. They make you feel fancy. They make you feel capable <laughs> of like creating things you never knew you could. But get this for a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. You can go visit HelloFresh.com slash NTD60 and enter the code NTD60. NTD obviously is for not, not too, too deep, deep and it's for $60 off. So... It's like receiving six meals for free when you go to HelloFresh.com slash NTD60 and enter code NTD60. If you guys know me, you know that my idea of a shower is deodorant. And that's why I'm so excited that this week's sponsor for our podcast, Not Too Deep, is Kopari. Um, Listen... I've got to tell you about the aluminum-free deodorant that has changed the game for me, Kopari. They have a coconut deodorant, aluminum-free, and it doesn't suck. I know that there's been this new wave of um, aluminum-free deodorants, and to be very honest, I've tried a few, and some of them are pretty terrible. But Kopari's deodorant takes the care of smell without plugging up your sweat glands and messing with your body's natural patterns. It doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue, just the subtle scent of coconut milk. And most importantly, it works. It fights odor with plant-based actives such as sage oil and coconut oil and is free of silicon, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and baking soda. It's gotten a lot of love from editors at Cosmo and People, and there are thousands of five-star reviews on Kopari's website for people who are you know, new to the now uh, converted coconut lovers. Kopari offers a money back guarantee, so there's no reason not to try but hurry up because they can barely keep it in stock. Like I said, I've tried it. It has helped my body in more ways than one. So say aloha to Kopari. Go to koparibeauty.com slash grace to make the safe switch today and see how you can save $5 off your first order. That's Kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I, beauty.com slash grace, koparibeauty.com slash grace. Okay, we're back with Allison. And we're uh, before we get into the Twitter questions, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every guest that's on the podcast. And the first is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Oh, cold spaghetti? Yep. <laughs> like, knees weak, arms are heavy, is vomit on a sweater already? <laughs> yeah. Um... um <laughs> Is it an insult or is it a, it's an act of love? It, that's up to the person throwing it. Wow. Yeah, it really depends on how you throw it. Because you mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, I really respect Michelle Obama. So I would love to be in the same room close enough to her <laughs> within cold spaghetti throwing distance. distance. Yeah. But I don't think that I want to throw spaghetti at her. You could... You could. Could I hand it to you her? You could throw it at you her dog. Ha- you could hand it to her. <laughs> I'd like to hand it to her because then I'm even closer. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have not gotten that answer ever. So yeah, what do you Thank think you. Michelle Obama would say when you handed her a handful of cold spaghetti? I think she'd be so cool with it. I think she'd be <laughs> like, "Thank you cool. so much." Yeah, no, she. What's is so your cool. name? I think she'd be fascinated by it. Uh, and security then she probably, wouldn't. Yeah, security wouldn't. But then she'd talk to you about like the health benefits and child's lunches and things like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, okay, the other question I ask every guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or a close call. You can only use three words or three small phrases. So, Ooh. or a combination of them. So mine is college jogging front lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a time. It was a time. Pants shitting? Or like Hmm. eh, pants pissing, just like bathroom emergency close call. Okay. Um, 
Hmm. Chile opening act. Oh no! Wow. That okay? Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> 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 All right. No follow up questions. Okay. Now we're gonna get into these Twitter questions. Um, someone wants to know what do you enjoy more, singing or dancing? Um, I think that's everyone's favorite question to ask. Yeah, me. we got a lot of those. Yeah, I think um, I think music right now is uh, writing music allows me to be so much more specific mm-hmm. um, in a way that people will really understand because we're using the same language of words. Yeah. Um, whereas dance is a little more up for interpretation. So I think singing and and um, yeah and songwriting are maybe taking precedence right now. Yeah, I'm sure it fluctuates all the time mm-hmm. based on like how you want to express yourself. It fluctuates and my body undulates. Hey. <laughs> no, no. No, I like it. I thought I it was like great. It. Very clever. Write it thanks, down. thanks. Um, someone wants to know, do penguins have knees? If you're going to Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. I need to know the answer to this it question. Be preemptive. Honestly, I'm not even going to look it up until I'm there so <laughs> that I can come back with a cool story about how they do or do not. I'm pretty sure they yeah. don't because otherwise why would they waddle like that, you know? Uh, maybe there's a bad niece. That's a great case. <laughs> Both of those are great cases. <laughs> Either way, uh, they're hilarious. Okay, someone wants to know if you saw Jessica Biel in person, oh. what would be the first thing you say to her? Are you a massive Jessica Biel fan? I mean, I think I'm blushing right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was just looking at a photo of her on Pinterest yesterday. <laughs> Go on. And she, she had like bleach blonde hair, platinum blonde hair in it. And I was like, how do you still pull off everything She you can do? do everything. And she was looking over her shoulder so you could see just her perfect behind that she works out consistently for. Yeah. And my my crush on her was not romantic at uh-huh. first. It was definitely like, wow, she is physical fitness goals. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then suddenly I was like, Oh, my body feels warm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is crossing over into yeah, right. a different territory. So I think I think my first word to Jessica would probably be, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think she gets that a lot. Yeah. I have a feeling she wouldn't feel weird about it because I feel like that's probably a lot of people's first response to her. Yeah. She's one of those actresses and just like general people that even though she's so not accessible feels so accessible. Yes. Like she just feels normal. Like but a normal like person. She feels like the most awesome girl in your high school that yes. you're like, how is she so good at right. everything? And she's also friends with everyone. She's not a bitch. Yes. Versus like Angelina Jolie who you're like, I'm not even sure she's from this planet. Yeah. <laughs> she practiced Wiccan at lunch. I don't know. <laughs> she has her aviation license. Does she? Like. Yeah. Really? She seems like a badass. She's the reason I thought about becoming wow. a pilot. Well, she's got so many kids she can't go through TSA anymore. <laughs> she's going to fly them herself. <laughs> uh, so I want to know uh, you've worked with a ton of people and different collaborators online. Are there any other YouTube artists that you are des- uh, that you are dying to work with? Um, Grace, Grace, how big it's happening? It's already happening. Um, I think uh, just like uh, we can expand this. Like, who in just the entertainment industry is someone that you'd be dying to work with? Um, I, you know, I follow her, but I've never actually heard her name pronounced out loud. Is it Lena Waithe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lena is amazing. Uh, Yara, is it Yara Sharadi? Shahidi. Shahidi. Um, and Amandla Strandberg. I don't know their names perfectly, but I, I read everything that they say. Yeah. Um, 
I just really respect them and their point of view and what they're doing artistically. So I'd want to work with them. And then there is a YouTube channel. I don't know if they're even active anymore. Yes Theory, um, where they just sort of want to be adventurous and push each other outside of their comfort zones <laughs> so that they would be fun to collaborate with. Yeah, you talked about travel a little bit. Is there any world where you would do travel vlogging? Um, sort of thing? Yeah, if you want to sponsor my, <laughs> yeah. my flights get in here, India and Oh, yeah, yeah. Everywhere. That's another thing, too, is like when you travel, you have to pay for all right. of it. Right, Th- money things. Do you want to go on like um, one of those like sort of spiritual journey? Like that- You're the like 12th person. I must be giving off this. Well, just because we we're talking about meditation <laughs> yeah, earlier right. and because I have a friend What's who your- just got back from Bali. And oh, that's the place to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To and, be awakened. And and yeah. she wasn't going for that reason, but like everybody there was like, "You want to go eat, pray, love, eat, pray, love." And she's right. like, "No, no, I just want to go to a beach." I'm I cool. actually yeah. bought the audiobook of Eat, Pray, Love last night because I was doing something, and I just heard someone laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Rude. Um, I I bought it because it was like the sixth person to say that I either reminded them of Elizabeth Gilbert or I was going through something similar. And so I was like, all right, let's see what this shit is all about. I think I read it after I graduated college and I loved it. And I was like, oh, my God, this woman's on a journey. She's finding herself. I'm in that space right now. This is so cool. Okay, good. And so you'll love it. And then I found out later that she had gotten advanced to write that book. <laughs> like she didn't. Oh, that's oh, so funny. Damn. She's like, I'm going to go on a spiritual journey I don't and write know a best-selling book about it. That's amazing. I don't know how authentic that is. <laughs> but having now written books, I believe that that's a little bit of what happened. Yeah, sure. She was an right. author preemptively. And so it was like, oh, you're going on these travels? Okay, what if you wrote about them sort of thing? That's but funny. That said, I'm really open to being funded to yeah, write Yeah, how have you not anything? written a book? I mean, you're writing these beautiful articles now. I read the Teen Vogue one, which was really, really, really well done. Yeah, that was great. But the, and you're writing this other one. I think I think that's sort of my way of saying I'm earning my stripes and mm-hmm. I'll share article by article. And then if I want to pitch ideas, I'll at least have something to show for it. Because I feel like a yeah. lot of my friends are, no offense, best-selling authors, but they did not write a damn There's, line in their book. Oh, and I'm just not interested in regurgitating information that's already available from a bunch of other people. Right. So, you know, I, I want to find the angle that's interesting, but also remember that, you know, Every generation, that's how information is spread and passed on. And and I I should share the story just so new people can find the things that I learned from other people. Sure, sure. Um, it's just weird because I don't like the, att- ironically, I don't like the attention on me. I don't like credit to my name for concepts that clearly are universal laws, you know? Sure. Um, but, but I think there's universal laws and then there's ways in which we interpret them that if someone says something in a certain way, even though it's been said before, all of a sudden it brings a new understanding to other people. It's yeah. like <clears throat> you almost say it in, in their language. Yeah. And I think there's value in that sometimes. Yeah. But it's also I think that's great that you're writing articles because you find your voice and how you write and like your tone right. and like what is your message. Right. I and mean, I would definitely welcome help from professional writers, you know, um, but I, I have I've I've written probably, you know, 2000 journals worth of material and I just never realized that it could be commodified and commercially exploited for my own profit or <laughs> just kidding to or to inspire to provide <laughs> hope and compassion <laughs> so you're technically a quadruple threat then whoa because you act dance sing and write now 
Yes. Look at you. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, a lot of people are asking, what role do you most get recognized from? And what's been your most favorite or proudest role? Hmm. I still get recognized quite a bit from Camp Rock because Disney is still rotating that through the programming. Yeah, how long ago was that? It had to be 10 years ago. That's nice. Yeah, that was like the height of like Disney Channel Fandom. like craziness, right? Right, yeah, right. I feel like YouTube wasn't a major thing then. So, so it, it wasn't was like, a threat. So yeah, so everyone that would be a YouTube audience demographic yeah. type of person oh, that's a good point. is yeah. on Disney. Yeah, on the backside of that, learning about all of the um, struggles that the networks are facing to keep mm. young people watching television yeah. and the tactics they're using to put influencers and creators yeah. on shows. and They just need more toy unboxing. Toy unboxing? <laughs> yeah, no, this is like a big... Oh, toy unboxing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah, no, we talked Kids to... Kids love that stuff. Game, game live streaming. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I talked to Lucas Cruikshank a little bit about it too, and he's got a very hilariously, like, sweetly bitter perspective on it <laughs> that I really enjoy hearing. It's very, very funny. He just says it with, like, a wry smile on his face <laughs> the whole time, and I'm like, I'm reading between these lines. I see what's going on here. That's so funny. <clears throat> um, someone asked, would you rather never be able to dance again or only be able to do meme dances slash internet dance crazes like Gangnam Style, Soldier Boy, Harlem Shake? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I sadly would take the former. Never dance again? Yeah, I just, yeah, I mean, okay. Okay, where do you stand on the pressures to do these like dance challenges and things like that I when hate, they come around? I abhor I'm sure <laughs> from my point of view for two reasons well many reasons but I'll say two okay one most people are not caring about the education and the origin of dance right, right. so they're not looking at it going oh we can respect ATL or St. Louis or mm -hmm. New York for creating this vibe mm -hmm. they're just trying to capitalize on it yeah and secondly it's so reductionistic that it allows everyone to join in, which is a beautiful thing. Right. But for the artists who make a living doing it, knowing that we have to do this in order to get you to watch the rest of our stuff is just obnoxious. Yeah. So it, if, if you could do it in a social fun way, which sometimes I do feel compelled to participate, but it's very rare. Yeah. And unfortunately, it usually still has the motive, you know, knowing like when, you know, everyone doing Kiki, do you love me? I remember reading an article about the viral dance mm -hmm. uh, for that before it went viral. And I'm like, y'all don't even know that they, maybe I shouldn't say this, but <laughs> fuck all of it. Like they plan perfectly planned and, oh, yeah. and plotted out this viral dance challenge. I trust uh, nothing that blows up. I trust it yeah. all. It goes back to a marketing campaign of, of sorts that's already pre-planned. I feel right. like it's very, very rare that there's like a genuine, authentic like, now. explosion of something. Yeah, there's yeah. like a marketing team <clears throat> being like, here's how we're going to make you go viral. Right. Yeah. Because I was reading the article before that shit was viral. Yeah. So it's, oh, interesting. it's you're, you're telling people that something is happening so that they search it, so that they participate, so they create it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm checking out. I just couldn't do that one, you know? Even though it's amazing for other reasons. I don't want to knock it entirely, especially when you see young kids, like if I'm teaching dance classes and they're busting out some of these viral dances, I'm like, this is cool. This yeah. is awesome to watch them bonding and sharing ideas and putting their own spin on it. But, you know, I just, I prefer to go a little deeper. I am with you. <clears throat> yeah, there's a, I'm sure you get a lot of pressure from your audience to be like, Allison's going to do it. I can't wait to see her version of it. Yeah. And then it's like fulfilling, not 
no level of fulfillment as an artist no. at all. And instead no. just like, now I'm a puppet to these yeah. people who want to see this. And what's my shock value version of it? You know, right. my, my girl was on the freeway doing it. Oh, I and saw I was, Chachi. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yo, girl, like I wanted to text her and be like, you're good, man. Like you're good without putting your life in danger. Yeah. Even though there's that fun, risky element of like, she can do whatever she wants. And, and I, I really love her and I love how talented she is. Yeah. And I think we're all just trying to figure out the balance of like, how do we stay true, but, but get seen enough. Cause if you, you if you're not in the forefront enough, then that right. limits your other opportunities to expand your business yeah. and, and release music and have people find it, you know? So it's just, that's that's where we're at right now. Yeah, that must be frustrating to feel this sort of push-pull and then people wonder why you didn't do it and like, what's wrong? Does she right. have beef with this song? What's going on? Oh is there gosh. a deeper thing here? Of course. Why can't I understand this? Why won't she just do it? Right. Um, <clears throat> oh. I don't wanna. <laughs> Good well, reason. <laughs> on a slightly more fulfilling front, maybe, uh, someone wants you to talk about Ethiopia, please. Yay! Oh, okay, I'm going back end of September. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many trips it's been so far. But we hang out with the same families, and um, we're te- teaching economic this is for your sufficiency. Nonprofit, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we're teaching economic sufficiency, but we're also my favorite part is that it's not like a voluntaristic. We're showing up thinking we have the agenda in mm-hmm. how to save and change your lives. It's let me listen to what you actually need, how your uh, culture and community operate, and work with the government, at least the less um, corrupt part of the government, right? to bring programs that will actually then employ your community and will be this, you know, self-reinforcing system where you guys are actually rising out of poverty and and entering sustainability. And so we we do teach trades and and healthcare and and life skills. Um, We have, you know, but, but our thing is we don't just give handouts. It's very much like we hang out with you and we're here till the end. So, you know, the program doesn't last a week. Yeah, this is I Poor Life, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and and we don't only, you know, it's it's not just global. We have local efforts as well, but it's just about restoring dignity mm-hmm. and and helping humans feel like humans again and giving them the opportunities um, to, to, to thrive. And so uh, I think my favorite part being there is that, I mean, I, I learned so much more than they'll ever learn from me. Um, and it's just so beautiful. Africa is by far my favorite place in the world. Um and I think my favorite part is that I know them all by name. And mm-hmm. so, and they know that I'm coming back. Oh, that's great. And it's not just a, a stranger coming <clears throat> in real quick and, yeah. and trying to look like a good dude, you know? Yeah, making a selfish attempt to yeah. like give back. Yeah. It's like I, I'm able to check in and say, like, Amsla, and see, for example, Amsla, I remember. Um, she kind of styled her hair differently. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew she's exited the survival place and she's now onto personality and oh, expression and just those small details that you you realize like she would not be worrying about her hairstyle or even thinking to spend money on that. But right. she's now like starting her second business or or, wow. or these women, the, the kids are now being put through school and they're able to to leave um, there if they want no force yeah. you know uh, but they can leave where they're currently living and, and go to a, a little bit safer area or place or wow. set up if they if they want yeah um so yeah it's just about being humans you know alongside each other 
And uh, it's it's one of the only nonprofits where I've seen the the infrastructure and the back end. I know where the money's going. Mm-hmm. I know the approach and the philosophy, and I support it because it's 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 a you know a um, holistic approach, and they're aware. Yeah, it's not you know they're not trying to appropriate. They're not trying to you know th- things get real messy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure it's it's handled delicately and yeah. it's handled just like with respect. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. How big is the nonprofit? It's not big at all. How, um, and how did you get involved? Oh God. The the short story is that I was I was in the Mall of America doing a signing for uh-huh. a, a movie like years and years and years ago. A girl came up to ask for my autograph and her mother was standing offside talking to another woman. Uh-huh. They got to speaking about what each other does and the woman explained, Oh, I run this, da 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 da. At that time it was not what it is today. Um but um the the other woman she was talking to was my mother and my mother said oh I think my daughter would actually be super down to I'm sure she used that word too yeah super down <laughs> to, to learn more yeah. and so Yo the dog. friendship started She'd be super down yeah right and thankfully my mom is a um she was a former secretary so she's like great with staying in touch with people and staying yeah. organized so we did and then several months later she reached out and was like hey we're doing this self respect tour we just want to inspire young girls to feel like they don't have to objectify themselves in yeah. order to like find life options and opportunities. And would you want to speak? And so it started there. Then we we just kept growing and growing and growing. Suddenly we're in El Salvador, you know, and then we're in Ethiopia. And it's it's awesome. That's so yeah. cool. And when are you going back? Um, end of September. And uh, and it's just me and one other person. So I'm, I'm going to get to like... It's wow. it's going to be less of the the group atmosphere of you know yeah, what so are we trying to accomplish? Yeah. What's so what's that like? You're just there, kind of visiting and just like observing. And I'm going to learn a more in depth um, side to like the political environment oh, okay. and um, the community's needs and individual uh, how the individuals are doing and be able to spend more one on one time instead of like okay we need to you know reach this. I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't need to keep. No, I think it's rattling on about it. No, it's really fascinating. And I think are are people able to get involved with this nonprofit? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, Ipoorlife.org, I think is the website. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyone can go and um, it's great. I love it. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, On a much less deep note, someone wants to know, (laughs) what's the strangest thing you've ever been asked to sign? Well, the toilet, toilet paper. paper. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, I mean. I don't know if you can beat that. Because of the circumstance, that was a very strange thing all the way around. Yeah, uh, body parts. Are, <laughs> oh, you get body parts? I used to. And that's the weird thing. The younger I was, the stranger the body part. Oh, that's, oh, not, no. that's not a yeah. good diagram. I know. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, so I want to know, what's your least favorite cliche quote or phrase? Oh, God. Um you know what? I'm just going to do me. I'm just going to do me. <laughs> I thought that was your lead into what you were going to tell me. For a no. <laughs> that is the phrase yeah. because I'm like, what? <sighs> what does that mean? Be aware of, you know, when people use it in, in the sentence, like, you know, what? I could support my friend and I could go to her birthday party, but I'm just going to do me. I'm like, I think you're missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> what that could have been used for. And that's a good one. That's a really good one. Alternatively, what's your favorite? quote or phrase um i don't know if if i started saying this or i read it somewhere but um seek first to understand before you expect to be understood 
Oh, that's really good. Yeah. You got that Jack thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Really pondering that one. That's good. <laughs> it saves a lot of arguments. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because you're like, oh, interesting. Can you explain to me what you mean by that? I feel like that's how they do like employee, um, like HR training. It's oh. like, that's how like customer service. Because I just spent hours and hours and hours on the phone with uh, Apple Care over the weekend. Oh. And it was one of the things where I'm a pretty patient person because I don't love, like, I could never do customer service. I oh, would no. lose my mind. So I respect them for having this job. But it was all of these, you could tell, like, the pre-written scripts of being like I am deeply sorry I don't understand that you had to wait so long and you should not have to deal with this pain alone Uh, and they just kept (laughs) apologizing over and over but it was as if they're reading from a paper the whole time (laughs) and I was like "Ah, I'll take it I still appreciate it Um, someone wants to know are you single asking for a friend I'm the friend (laughs) (laughs) they really went that you don't have to answer that Uh, great I won't (laughs) (laughs) Uh, highlight of her career question mark Whoa, that's a big that's a highlight of highlight. my career. The, I mean, the top. Oh, that's a hard one to even just put into one. I don't know if I have enough time to to think about Everything which moment that, that might be. But I can guarantee it's probably not what you're expecting because it's probably an obscure role somewhere or that meant something to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah. Okay, this one's deep. Which Jonas brother is secretly evil? Whoa! Yeah, you also don't have to answer that one. Yeah, I won't. (laughs) It's probably for the best. I mean, they're also all like celestial beings, so oh yeah, it's hard to find evil in purity (laughs) things that are. They're just really good guys. The world needs. Yeah. Uh, What's your favorite genre of music to dance to? World music. So um, I listen to a lot of playlists that are like you know, from Indonesia, India, um, Israel. Uh, I just like, I don't, I don't listen to, to mainstream music unless I'm in the session trying to right. remember what's relevant. Um, so I also, I, I love African drums. Um, and I, I hope to be able to incorporate some of these world elements even subtly into mm-hmm. my future music. Cause that's what makes my heart beat yeah. and what makes me feel like I'm connected to anyone and everyone, regardless of where they are. Drums are universal. Yeah. Um, and on that note, so a lot of people are just asking, what's next? What's next? Of course, more music. Um, and I think, I think I'm think i going to go on my eat, pray, love journey. Yeah. yeah. Do it. I would Keep love, those journals. Turn right? that into a book. Yeah. I just want to start sharing um, these sides of myself. So thank you for letting me be yeah. way more open. No, I was so excited that you were coming today because I, like I said, I watched those videos and I was like, she, and I know a lot of people probably have this mistaken identity of you as right. just a dancer or just a singer, right. but have so much more introspection to you that I find really fascinating and it feels like it's just Yay. the start of you doing that. Oh yeah, girl, I got layers. Yeah, please, the world needs it. <laughs> uh, well, we've reached the end of the podcast. Thank you for being here, Allison. Um, we give every um, podcast guest a personalized fortune cookie for being here and being so gracious with their time. What? Yeah, I think Julie has it right here for you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It Thank might, you. It might not be the crispest of fortune cookies, but... <laughs> oh, it's not. Yeah. You're right. No, it's, it's a little... chewy fortune. Yeah, we like to shake things up a little Chew bit. Chew on this. Yeah. Okay. It says, wow, this is very long. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you love will get stuck in everyone's head after they listen to the song after listening to this episode, of course. But 
we can't complain because it's a banger. Oh, wow. Weird. What, what a fortune. What a wow. fortune. Crazy. What a yeah. fortune. God bless. I mean, Who Do You Love is a great song that's available on Spotify and all music streaming <laughs> platforms. I think you guys should check it out if you haven't already. Where else can they find what you're up to if people don't already know? Follow me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I know, isn't that so bizarre? What a creepy phrase to say to people, to uh, complete strangers. Yes. Um, just my name. Type in my name on the Google, on the Instagram, on the Twitter on the YouTube and it's uh, with a Y but you know how to spell stoner so I won't there you help go. you with that one <laughs> <laughs> thanks again Allison go check Thank her out if you haven't already we'll see you next time on another episode of Not Too Deep goodbye Too Deep Too Deep Too Deep Not Too Deep it was Grace Helbig Cafe Monster is shaking up the ready-to-drink coffee category with indulgent gourmet coffee that's only 190 calories available in mocha, vanilla, and salted caramel with 150 milligrams of caffeine from coffee beans, B vitamins, and coffee fruit extract in every bottle. Cafe Monster offers a simplified energy blend that contains a third less sugar than the leading national brand, but you still get all the feel and flavor of your local coffee house. I mean, they sent me... More than I could handle. I tried it. I thought it was delicious. So Cafe Monster, chill it down, shake it up, and enjoy. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Producer Melissa D. Mons. With writing by Diane Kang. Audio support by Chris Henry. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music. (laughs) 